Welcome to Modern Day Abigails, a women's outreach of Calvary Chapel Pearland. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So let's listen to God's Word, where everyday lives transform, and where we can become the women God created us to be. some point we've got to stop grumbling yes and stop feeling sorry for ourselves and stop um woe is me and just make changes grab on to the joy and yes make changes make a list of everything to be thankful for i sometimes have to do that for myself i'll get overwhelmed with everything going on and i have to sit there and create a list of what to be thankful for to remind me to be happy because i have a lot to be thankful for I can't let the enemy overwhelm me with everything, yeah. you know. So I, I'm just saying is and she wasn't. In, I'm sorry. And sometimes um, you send me my thankful list and I send you yours yep. because yep. we're not in our right mind. Exactly. Exactly. It. Sometimes we need help with that list. Yes. Exactly. Thank you, Anna. You know, like I said, neither woman was in the ideal situation. Neither no. woman liked being where they were at. No. But could you imagine being only known as the second wife, a mom and a tormentor? Uh, I mean, that's how she's going to be remembered in the Bible. Forever. Yeah, forever. Forever. Ever, ever. You know, I don't want to be remembered like that. Do you want to? Like, uh, no. Yeah, no. You know, my grandmother, I mean, after my grandpa died, she was... She I don't became, want to be remembered as a woman who didn't have any joy. Exactly. My, my, my poor grandmother, after my grandpa died, she was... Even though his job was very dangerous and, and could be expected, it still became... It was still unexpected. And she became better. And that's for a long time, that's... All I knew of her, that she was bitter and she was cranky. And by golly, you had to give her a three-day notice before you picked her up. And, you know, she had all these things. And, you know, some of it, I think, was her dietary. We'll talk about diet stuff later. But um, that's how we knew her for a long time. And it wasn't until the end that I think the, when she had fallen. And I had actually that weekend that she fallen, Jana, Joanna, sorry. Um, it's okay. It's a compliment. Okay. I love Jana. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> she... um I, I was driving actually near her apartment with Stevie, and I thought, I ought to call her up and see if she wants to have lunch. And I'm like, no, she'll just get all mad and angry because I didn't give her warning. Had I called, I would have known she had fallen. But I really believe in all my heart the Lord stopped that because he and her had a great conversation. Because While she was laying there for, she was laying there for a happens. couple of days. I literally heard yeah. that story. And she... Not your grandmother's, yeah. but other people. Yeah, well... All of a sudden, she was. I'd never heard her nice to my mom. She was so nice to my mom. Hi, Ann. How are you doing? What? And 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 Jack and Jana were talking to her, and they're like, "Hey, we're going to take care of you." She goes, "No, no. Jesus is going to take care of me now." And I never heard those words out of her mouth. So I Ooh, had. They end, had a good. Convo. They had a great conversation. So there was some beauty in the end. But yeah. all my other memories. Terrible, I felt so there yeah. because I felt, I mean, I'm sad for her. And I get it now. For, you know, for a long time, I'm like, I don't understand you. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I don't understand. But now I get it. I truly get it. I always tell Ray all the time, you better not die. I'm just telling you, you better not. Don't you I've dare. I literally heard you telling that. I'm running him the other day. Don't you dare. <laughs> you know, because I, I could see myself being like my grandmother. That, yeah. She loved him. Even though she used to threaten, she didn't even want to be buried by him. It wasn't that. She just loved him. Yeah. And she she was so sad and missed him. 
Yeah, grief grief is a destroyer sometimes. Yeah. It it really is. And, and debilitating. If you are, and if you are going through grief, if you're grieving right now and you and there's a proper time to grieve, but if you've been grieving for a long time, it's time to get help. You yeah. need to reach out to your church, uh, a close friend, yeah. counseling service. You need to reach out and get some help. And so you don't have to stay there. Pray, ask the Lord to relieve you of it. You know, I couldn't tell you how many times he hears me praying and, you know, crumpled up saying, you know, I can't handle this. I don't like the place I'm at. I need you to help me get out of this place. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't matter what you're grieving over. Yeah, exactly. it, could, it doesn't have to be um, a spouse. Um, yeah. It could um, be anything. A parent. Loved one. It yeah. could be, um, g- gosh, it could, uh, you could grieve over something, you know, I've. That you didn't have. Yeah, you could grieve over being abused. You yeah. could be, grie- be grieving over being raped. Exactly. Um, or having an abortion. Exactly. Or, I mean, our griefs are different, different, and they're different for each of us, and lots of things cause grief. Right. So but we we're don't not have to limiting s- it. No, we're not limiting it. You're right. Not at all. And we don't have but, to stay there either, though. That's the right? thing is we don't have to stay exactly. there. Exactly. Um, we have a choice. And, you know, and I do relate to Hannah about being tormented and bullied because I was tormented and bullied most of my, all of junior high, all of junior high and a little bit in high school. And I guarantee you, I did not handle it like Hannah. I did not have the walk with the Lord at that time. I did not, I did not know how to pray correctly. Um, I didn't pray for my enemies. I got very angry. Um, I guess it's a form of cutting if you scratch your own arms to the point where you have to wear long sleeves so that nobody sees the scratches all up your arm because you can tell it's not a kitten. Um, right. You Which know, you I even, gave detail last time. Yeah, it was I did. very disturbing. I didn't know that about you. Yeah, got the scars to prove it. So, but I do have to say is the Lord didn't leave me there. He did rescue me. Yeah. And I did learn, start learning how to take them to everything in prayer. I started learning how to pray properly for my enemies, not just, Lord, you can take care of that because I'm done with it. You know, can't pray like that because... You don't know what that person's going through. You don't know what they've been through. You don't yeah. know what they're going through. You don't know what the Lord has in store. Penea had no idea that Hannah was going to give birth to this great, um, I don't know. The, the, um, he was a man of God. I'm sitting he there. Was, he's a man of God. I mean, it's kind of hard. To, I mean, he was a prophet, but yet at the same time, he wasn't a judge, but he wasn't a prophet. He's kind of like a judge, but he was a priest. You know, Samuel was this, he was a manly man too. Yeah. I mean, that, that guy, he, I mean, he just... <laughs> I think my favorite part about Samuel is when Saul didn't do his job and he didn't fear him at all because he feared the Lord God. And he looked mm-hmm. at Saul and goes, well, you didn't do it. Stabbed that guy, you know, killed that guy that Saul was supposed to kill and he didn't. And he goes, guess I got to do it. Yeah. You know, he, he wasn't afraid to do the, the no. work that was the Lord called to do. He stepped up yeah. often. Yes. And, you know, he said it like it was, too. He wasn't... <laughs> I don't think, you know, but no, was Samuel perfect? No, he made a little slight mistake. And the Lord gave a little nudge of correction yeah. when he was having to anoint David. But, you know, it, it, he, he, that's to me is even better is when I, we've done interviews before. And one of the best things I like is when somebody admits on the interview that I made a mistake here, but this is what I'm doing to fix it. Right. Instead of somebody who is constantly thinks they have all the answers. You tell me you have all the answers. <laughs> I, I'm I'm not going to believe you, right? Because if that's true, that means if something does go awry, you're not going to take the you're not going to admit it and own it and fix it. Mm-hmm. You're going to push it off to somebody else and blame somebody else. I, I can't work with that. Um, I just can't. Now, um, so um, now if somebody gives me a hard time, though, now I, I it doesn't bother me. You know, I'm like, Lord, that that person's yours. I'm going to leave it in your capable hands because mm-hmm. I'm not going to deal with it. In fact, sometimes I'm, in fact, uh, some 
people came from another country for my work. And um, they looked at me and they're like, hey, going out to more people still? Sure. Somebody's got to do it. You know. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, it's because that um, if somebody's not doing something right or the right job, I get in there and go, hey, this isn't correct. We got to get this done. Where, where, where's my parts? Where's this? You know, you said this. Where's this? So, or, okay. hey, I just noticed you didn't do this. You're sp- here's the rule and you didn't follow it. You know, so I'm that person. <laughs> and I told him all the time, I love you. I want to bless you, but I'm going to do my job. Yeah. You know, I'm not, you know, if you, if you want to be my friend, that's fine. But if, if you don't like it, I'll, I don't, I don't, if you hate me, that's okay too. Yeah. <laughs> but you know why? Because of the trial I went through in junior high and high school, I realized as long as I'm serving the Lord and doing what I'm supposed to do, that's right. You can call me whatever you want. You know? Yeah. And shame on those girls. Uh, well, it was dumb too, Joanna. I never could figure it out. It wasn't like it, it wasn't like I was competition. I I didn't play sports. I didn't do dance. I didn't sing. I wasn't that pretty. I didn't have guys coming after me. So it's like go find some of your it's not like I'm, I'm competition. I mean what yeah. Just leave me alone. I'm not gonna do You're anything, just you know. Mean anyway. mean, rude girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so um I hope what we're getting through is if we're understanding with Hannah and Panea that, you know, they're not in the ideal situation. They're not. But let's look how they handle their situations that's not ideal. You know, how we can learn to be content, how we can learn to see the thankfulness, the joy, even in a situation we don't enjoy or like. I mean, look at Paul and Silas. They're in jail. You know, they're chained together and they're over there singing hymns. Right. Praise music. They got the praise band going. Yeah. You know. Um, and, and so first Samuel chapter one, verse eight, then Elkanah, her, her husband said to her, Hannah, why do you weep? Why do you not eat? And why is your heart grieved? Am I not better to you than 10 sons? And that is why I don't think he knew because I think if he knew he would have protected her. And before you think, how could he not know men and women are just different? I mean, guys just sometimes look over things that they, that's not pointed out to them. They're over focused on a the deer. They're not worried about the rest of the environment, you know, guys, you know, guys are meant to hunt, right? Field, they're folk, they're folk. They have a very much of a focus. Women are, are meant to multitask because we got, you know, we got the stew and the mutton on the stove and we got the kid over there running around and we got to go pull some weeds. So we're, we're trained to be, we're created to be multitaskers. Guys are trained to be focused on one area. So I don't think he noticed it. And I don't think Hannah said a word. Shame on him. No, Just because I that. no, I think that's exactly the way the Lord wanted it, because he was building Hannah up. I know to pray but exactly the way years, he heard her pray, and he couldn't figure out his wife after all that time. Well, you know what? I'm I'm not too sure if she was like this the whole all these years, or if it was finally at the point where she was breaking. Are you taking up for him? Whose side are you on? <laughs> Whose side are you he on? He took his family to go worship. <laughs> okay, and that's he gave true. Por- good portions to I, Hannah I, and portions he, to I his, mean, yeah. Okay, he did. He did. He got some good. He was worshiping yeah. when others were not. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with and that. And I'm just. But da-dang. I know. I know. But I, I know. I know. Frustrating. You know. You know what it is? But, um, I, I'm making it personal because my husband never. His family was not anywhere even on his top 10 priority list. Yeah. He never. I know. Paid attention. He never. But did he give you double portions? No. 
Did it? No. Exactly. But he gave Hannah double portions. <laughs> I didn't get any portions. Exactly. See? <laughs> Different. In fact, I'm like, I got a good, I got oh a good gosh. picture of this. What, the other? I'm not bitter about men for reals. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a good example with Stevie and Ray. Um, you know, my own grown son, he's walking in through the house, right? And I'm like, what's up? How's it going? Blah, 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 blah. Finally, I go, son, dad, dad, son. And they both went, what are you doing? I said, well, y'all didn't say hi. So I'm introducing y'all because apparently you didn't even notice. And they both go, but, but we nodded at each other. That's all we need. And I'm like, seriously, that's all you need? Just a nod? And you're okay with the nod? And of course, don't get it. Of course, you know, Stevie, who's very dramatic. About he his is. impression of two women when they meet. <laughs> he wasn't oh, wrong. You got, a, you got a movie. You got the, you got a popcorn at a show. Yeah. And he wasn't wrong either. You <laughs> know, <laughs> it's hilarious, but I'm sorry. I missed that. Next yeah. time, get your camera ready. Yeah. I'll see what I can do. If I can get them the spontaneous. I may have that. to ask him to reenact, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying is they, they walked into the room and they just kind of nodded. And I'm like, so men and women don't think the same way. Uh, you know? All right. I'll give you that. All right. Um, a little bit. So that's why I'm thinking if he had a clue, he would have probably protected Hannah, separated them. Um, but perhaps Hannah was protecting Panea. Maybe she was trying to protect Panea in that if he did find out, maybe he would have sent her away. And she didn't want to do that because where would she have gone? All right. Well, I'll give it to Hannah. Yeah. And maybe I'll she was trying that. to create peace, that. even though, because by not retaliating, there was some form of peace because there was no retaliation. That's true. It was a one-sided situation. That's true. Um, and we can keep the peace. I mean, we're, you know, I'm not talking about approving bad behavior. Okay. Let's, let's remember that again. I'm going to, I'm going to put this in here again. Or ladies. enabling. That's yeah. not what we're, we're talking about. We're not talking about enabling. We're not, it's, we're not ex- saying it's okay to approve or accept bad behavior. Forgiveness does not mean you approve of someone's bad behavior. Forgiveness is just that forgiveness doesn't mean they get away with what they did wrong. So I'm going to give it to Hannah that she was either trying to protect uh, Panea, protect Elkanah. I think she kept her mouth shut for peace and that she did weep and cry when it finally got to her and that she couldn't hold it in any longer. Probably maybe Panea, uh, Panea was being extra meanie that, you know, that week. Cause then that time of the month and she was just extra mean. Just could have had her fill that day. Yeah. And we don't you know, even she know. Could, yeah, couldn't take it anymore. <clears throat> but keeping a calm voice in chaos sometimes is all that's needed. You know, sometimes that's what it takes. Um, so I don't think, so I really, I don't think Hannah said anything to her husband. And, that, and here's my rule. That's where I was talking about the rule. You know, you know, when you see or hear something, you know, make sure, ask if it's from the Lord or from the enemy. And then ask the Lord, what are you, if I supposed to, if you're supposed to get involved or anything, Hannah might've said, Lord, do I, what do I do? I don't like this. What do I do? And the Lord might've told her because I think she had a great relationship with the Lord. I don't think she could have did the prayer she did without having a good relationship. And I think he really built a relationship with her during this time that the Lord got close to Hannah and was working with Hannah and was there for Hannah and kept her calm and kept her not retaliating and, 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 because he needed her to go into the position of where he was putting her in, you know, because she only gets the first few years with Samuel, but those are the most important years. And she's going to groom that little boy to yeah. prepare him to serve the Lord and to be this big, mighty man. You know, and you've said this 
at least once during this time, but we're going to say it again. This is where um, learning what a gentle, quiet spirit is, also learning to listen to the Lord's voice and to trust that what he's telling you is true and right. There, there was some times where when I was going through my separation and divorce, um, where the Lord would have me do things. And I was like, <laughs> you've got to be kidding. This is what you're having me do. I know I heard you wrong. <laughs> it's not even my fault. And you're having me do this. Yeah. I know I heard you wrong. No, honey, you didn't. And this is, this is what I need you to mm-hmm. do. And I'd be like, all right, Lord, I'm so we're clear. I do not like it. I do not agree with it, but because you said it, I'm going to do it. Yep. And I'm just going to trust that you know what you're talking about because I certainly do not know what you're talking about. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know how. Oh, forgive me, Lord. Listen, I made it through. I survived. (laughs) He did not strike me down. No, because he knew. But I didn't understand, but sometimes we still have to do it. Exactly. Sometimes we don't, but we do it anyway. Yeah, we don't have to understand, but if the Lord says do it, then he sees the bigger picture. He knows where it's going to lead, and we just need to trust right. him and do it. And if and ladies, and if it's hard. It is, and is, and and ladies, if you're sitting there thinking, I don't know the Lord's voice, I'm going to be as gentle as I can to say, you need to read your Bible more. Yeah, that's how you learn the Lord. Uh, the Lord's voice is by reading your Bible, knowing His word, and that way you can compare it to what you hear. Because if you hear something contrary to the Bible, it is not the Lord's voice. Right. If the, if the voice tells you. That you're supposed to have another man's, uh, another woman's husband. That is not the Lord, <laughs> right? The Lord yeah. does not intend. He, he doesn't does break up marriages. That. No, he does not break up marriages. You know, there's other things. That, I'm trying to think of some of the other popular things I've heard said, and you're like, that is not the Lord. Oh, the Lord. Oh, um, what was it that you know the Lord? You know, once uh, he his will for me is to have uh, uh, to have somebody in my life. I don't see that in Scripture. The only will I see is serving Him. <laughs> Being right. joyful, there's there's a lot of things that he. If you look at you know, the will of the Lord, you'll see it. But it's it has nothing about relationship, except right. for with Him. Or those women who say, um, and I hear it. Unfortunately, I hear it a lot. So, um, if He don't like that, I'm speaking my mind. Then oh. blah 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 blah. Well, that, the Lord's definitely not telling you to do that either. So, and there is a time to speak, but there's yeah. also a time. But there's a way to you do have it. a gentle yeah. right. You can't. And speak. we've talked about yeah, we've being talked gentle about and quiet right. and having the right speech. Yeah, and you can't go back speak. to that podcast, gentle quiet spirit. Yeah, and and when you, yeah, exactly go back to that podcast because you can have a gentle <clears throat> quiet spirit and still speak the way you need to, just like Abigail did. Get your point across. Yeah, exactly. By the way, honey. Um, David was on his way to kill us, but I got him some food, calmed him down. We're okay now. Right. That's the anniversary. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, it worked. <clears throat> never mind. He Which had is a, exactly what she did. Exactly. Never mind. He had a stroke and died a few days later and she married hey, David. Hey, that wasn't but, her fault. Nope. That was not her fault. She did what she was supposed to do. Yep. Um, so let's, let's go to first Samuel. Um, Are we on nine? Yeah. Verse nine. So Hannah arose after they had finished eating and drinking in Shiloh. Now, Eli, the priest, was sitting on the seat by the doorpost of the tabernacle of the Lord. Isn't that timing? Think about that timing. Right? Do you want to ever, Eli's like, I don't want to go to the doorpost of the tabernacle. Why are you making me go to the tabernacle, Lord? I don't want to go. very comfy in my PJs at my house. Or was he supposed to be there? And he's like, fine, I'll be there. You know, oh, I don't want to be here today, but it's my job. You know, I don't know why, but perfect timing. And she was in bitterness of soul. 
that's deep, ladies. That's a deep pain there. And prayed to the Lord and wept in anguish. I've done that. Yep, me too. Then she made a vow and said, and this is, ladies, I'm going to stop here because listen to these words. This is what the Lord wanted. We, our prayers do not, do not, do not change God's mind. God changes <laughs> right. our mind. Right. And we pray according to the way God wants us to pray. Right. All right. So do not think once that Hannah ever changed God's mind. God already had that all planned. He knew what he yep. was doing. He was changing her mind. And I, I, I could go into it one day, but I've personally been there with, uh, you know, fertility issues and, and praying for a couple to get pregnant and pregnant. And the Lord's like, you know, you need to pray for adoption. All right. Okay. I'll pray for adoption and pregnancy. And, and the Lord just sat there and you can tell he just sat there and go, no. And a little bit later, he's like, I, I said adoption. I said, yeah, but she really wants to get pregnant. I said adoption. Yes, Lord. Yep. Yes, sir. And as soon as I started praying, me and the church started praying for adoption. Boom! It all happened. It was quick, and it was quick. Everything it was quick. done. <laughs> so the Lord had to change us to the prayer He wanted us to say. We didn't change Him. Listen, if you want stability in your life, the Lord is the one to turn to. He is stable. He is um, grounded. He is our rock. He does not, he's not, he's not wishy-washy. Exactly. You know, if you need some stability in your life, that's your man. You that's ma- your guy right there. Could you there. imagine having a God that you can change his mind? Oh. I mean, where would you be? We wouldn't get anywhere. No, you know, you have too many world, all these voices. and You want to talk about chaos? I mean, what if we were praying about two different things? And what if we were praying against each other? And a God that could change his mind? Yeah, you know, no. no, we have a God who doesn't change his mind. Uh-uh. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Right. And he's like, I already got this planned out. You pray because we're developing a relationship, and I'm going to let you know how I'd like you to pray. And listen, and I speak from experience, and and you know this when you ask the Lord for something, and He says okay, but He doesn't do it your way. <laughs> yes, that is true. That will throw that, you for yeah, a loop like true. anything else. But it's okay. Yep. It's okay. You just have to stand on his promise and mm-hmm. trust him, which is so difficult, especially if you're waiting in, in the waiting room for quite a while after after he says, okay, let's do that. We're doing that because he's already got it planned. Right. You know, he's just in agreement. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree with you. And, and then all of a sudden, nothing, nothing happens right. for years. But that's because he's working behind the scenes. Yeah, he's got I'm speaking he's to doing. myself, ladies. Yep. Hey, speaking to me. I've been there, done this one. Yeah, been there. And there's sometimes yes. that, you know, I had one time when um, when I first really gave my life back to the Lord. And one of the things I said is, Lord, my son needs a dad, but I don't need a husband. Oh, yeah, that worked out well. <laughs> uh, years later. How many how many years did you just celebrate yep. your what year anniversary? Yeah. And so I, I'm like... <laughs> 13 so, years or something like that. Well, that, well yeah, I've been married 12. But yeah, 13 years. And so probably somewhere in between, and, and, and during that 13 years, probably about halfway through it, the Lord reminded me that I said that. Yeah. He goes, um, <clears throat> you want to talk about that? I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I don't. I'm good. <laughs> And it, and it may Pass. not even be that I need one, but maybe a husband needs me, you know, because, you know, you never know if the Lord was going to do something. I was, yeah. didn't know, but, you know, maybe it's, you know, it wasn't like I wasn't specifically talking about Ray. It just came to my mind that it was very selfish at that time because I didn't even know Ray existed at that moment. But it wasn't necessarily about me needing a husband. What if a husband needed me? 
you know, and, you know, and, but I do need them. Everybody knows that I'd be terrible. I said, please, God, listen, y'all need, we, those of us who know you, y'all need each (laughs) other equally. Okay. It's not one sided. It's very two sided. (laughs) We always have that thing where I'm always like, if something happens to you, I can't have technology because I'm not doing technology. I'm going to have to have be Amish, but with a different theology. He goes, Anna. If something happened to you, I'd starve to death. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so we're both here. Yes. <laughs> so we're okay. Because that, but that's, the, but that was a trial. That was those years of trials that the yeah. Lord worked it. And because he knew we were going into ministry, he could not just have us the way we were. When we first met, he, I could tell you, he was shaking his head and going, this ain't, this isn't going to work. <laughs> I got to work on you both. And he did. He had to work on us both to get us to the point where we got into ministry so that we could be thrown into it and then work together. Listen, I knew y'all before you got into ministry. Only I had just met you and, and, Y'all are very, very different. I've been able to, it's been really cool to, because y'all are like totally different night and day. Yeah. Yeah. And y'all have grown and the Lord's healed and exactly. You moved and grooved. But he had a lot of work to do before then. We wouldn't have. um, Sometimes we're a mess. Yeah. We're just a mess. I I know I was a mess because I didn't even know broken hearts existed at that time. And I know I was a mess. And I was. Well, we know they exist now. And I was also in, you know, I was talking about nutrition earlier because sometimes our emotions are based on our health and I was not healthy at that time. And so sometimes my emotions in my being very OCD and very, um, how does she always tell it to me nicely? My ADD tendencies, my ADHD tendencies, they were all over the place because I was, did not have proper eating. I did not have proper nutritional and the Lord had to really work on that to get me to a point where I wanted to change my diet and then he has really worked with me to change my diet. And now I have talked to the Lord recently about this new diet change he has me on. And I'm like, Lord, really, seriously? Which, by the way, is uh, messing with me, too, because we don't even have our chocolate tonight. No, we, we don't, don't have our fun bubble. I'm not liking your nutritionist right now very much. And you can tell her I said so. I don't even have my coffee anymore. and But it's either that or or my thyroid. So I have to choose between them, too. Apparently, right. this the the smart choice is my thyroid and not the coffee. Do not think I didn't sit there and really contemplate it for a few minutes. Sure. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> on this. But um but uh even my parents have said that they've noticed that I'm calmer now. Because I'm I'm they're like, Wow, you're I'm a lot calmer than I used to ever be. And so part of it was a lot of prayer and the Lord working with me. But he had to get to me to a point where I could even accept doing some changes and owning some stuff and, and working on it and in self-control. He really, I think I'm going to, if I summed it all up, I've learned self-control. Yeah. And because, and so that's why I'm saying where Hannah, he, I, cause I haven't even finished the verse. Sorry, y'all. I haven't finished verse. Sorry, 11 we yet. got, we got sidetracked. Got sidetracked. On, it was, it was, it was an a, unexpected bathroom break, but it was a good one. Yeah. Because he needed her exactly where he wanted her. And this is what she says. In verse 11, then she made a vow. A vow means she's going to not break this promise. And said, O Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on the affliction of your maidservant and remember me and not forget your maidservant, but will give your maidservant a male child, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life and no razor shall come upon his head. So she's... She specifically asked for a male child. I wonder why. Um, because the Lord told her to. 
You're right. She didn't. Well, male child was very important at that time, but the Lord, but she did that because the Lord directed her to that because he needed Samuel. Well, yeah, he needed a Samuel and he had a very specific job for this Samuel that she was going to give birth to. And, but also look, she did not hate the Lord. She was not angry with, with him. She was still following she him. She was still following still him. Still trusting you know, him. And say, by the way. Still um, going to him. Just in case. We want to agree. I am afflicted. <laughs> yeah. I am your maid Okay, she didn't see that, yeah. Lord. I've got and, some affliction and, going on over you here. Know, but you can see some sadness. It's like you can see that she was starting she, her hope. Because she's like, and, and would you remember me and not forget me? Your maidservant? Remember, I'm your maidservant. Don't, don't forget me. But I'm going to promise you. I'm going to give you this male child. And then Razor's not. I think that's a Nazarite vow. Yeah. She didn't go through the rest of it where they're not supposed to drink wine or anything, but she did say no razor shall come upon his head. Yeah. And so look how humbled she is. She's calling herself a maidservant of the Lord. She's following him. Even though he closed her womb, she knows that he can open it. She knows he allowed her to be bullied. God could have stopped Panea, but he didn't. He could have told her husband, but he didn't. Because he was preparing Hannah for some bigger picture and she needed to trust him. How else do you learn trust than going through affliction and this trial? It makes you build you a good relation and trust if, you will go, if you're willing to go down that route. Some are willing to be Paneas. You know, she was going through a trial too. Look where she stayed. Thank you for letting us share our tools to become the women God created us to be. If we encourage you today, visit us at moderndayabigails.com. Remember, you are loved, cherished, and prayed over.